Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Great Paul day, Lawrence great Van. day to you. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van host of Wealth Academy Podcasts. And today I have a topic that I'm going to share with you that I believe that you will like and understand. Uh, We are living in some very challenging times right now, of course, with this pandemic, its impact on the economy. And I just want to share the impact that inflation can have on your finances. And again, our mantra is wealth is more than just money. Now, we've all experienced inflation at some point our time in our lives. It's just inevitable that we don't. And what I'm going to talk about today is how it impacts your money. And it impacts us all. And again, we're in the type of economy right now that is ebb and flow. We're highly impacted by the fact that employees are not going back to work. Employers had staff, the personnel, uh, some at operating at full capacity, some at 50% capacity, and then some have their employees working from home. And so what I'm going to talk about today is how this all factors into your finances, and they do. For example, I'll just ask you the question, when you go to the grocery store now, uh, what are the price of food for you? What about fresh fruit and vegetables? How about some shelves that are not even stocked? And how about our everyday, the eggs, the milk, different things such as that have increased in price. A lot of it is the result of uh, there are not enough employees to manufacture the product because of the COVID-19, people being infected. So they're at higher risk. So a lot of people just aren't going back to work after the past 18 months and what we've all experienced. It's no fault of our own. It really isn't. So let's talk about how inflation impacts you. Been to the gas station lately, like me? (laughs) It's not pretty, is it? In other words, we're paying a lot more for a gallon of gas than we ever have, if I'm not mistaken, and it's currently November of 2021, but uh, the average gas prices are up in the high $3 to $4 and $5. If you're in California, it might be even $8 per gallon. And so no one can sustain that type of price increase. And they per per gallon per uh, barrel is about $85. A lot of this has to do with OPEC and how they are handling the surplus and, and their production. I worked in oil and gas from Oval Oil Company, and it does have an exact impact based on the labor, based on the amount of gas and oil that's produced, and that's passed on to the consumer. Uh, So I I just wanted to put that out there. But what uh, inflation does is it erodes the purchasing power. In other words, uh, you or me and and even wealthy people won't be able to sustain high prices. 
So what people tend to do is go out and buy in bulk. In other words, they go out and say, okay, if this inflation is taking place, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to buy up all the toilet tissue. I'm going to buy up all the Scott towels. I'm going to buy up some canned goods. And people start stocking stuff, water and everything, because they know that the prices are going to continue to go up. Even if you uh, were to go to the grocery store and uh, you were to purchase groceries, when you look at your tab, depending on where you're shopping, the prices have gone up. And there tends to be fewer employees in the store to assist to assist you. And so it all has a, a chain reaction that's taken place. And so what happens is you have people who are hoarding different items and you can't blame them for it because we, we always uh, been raised to say, be prepared. And so these are the type of things that are happening, but it erodes the purchasing power, which means we pay more for less. And, and that's really what happens. Or we have to change the choices uh, that we make in terms of the food that we purchase or where we uh, purchase gas or where we uh, go and, and we decide we want to go to a movie. Look at the price of movies now. You used to could purchase them at home for maybe $4.99 or $5.99. And now they're 19 on most of the streaming services. So uh, it's, it's things have really, really gotten to be more expensive. And we're not even talking about televisions, furniture, uh, cars. Look at the price of cars. So when we look at the purchasing price, uh, there are fewer transistors being made. So there, there are fewer uh, uh, people in China and, and different manufacturing plants where they're able to put these chips in the vehicles. And as a result of that, not only have the new car prices increased uh, to sell, but also the used car inventory. And uh, if you're like me, have you received a call or something in the mail asking to purchase your vehicle? Well, the reason why this is happening is because people know that they can get the highest price for their vehicle. And as a result, the, the car sales uh, uh, malls and, and the car dealers are trying to purchase your car and they'll, they'll reap a huge benefit for it. So if you sell your car and then you go to purchase a new one, you're going to pay some big bucks. <laughs> so as we used to say back in the day, it's cheaper to keep her. Keep that car get those repairs and maintenance done, find you a really good mechanic at the local mechanic, uh, shop local, of course, and they will help you. So uh, getting back again, number one is it rolls inflation and then it encourages spending. Uh, and so what I mean by that is uh, kind of what I explained earlier, people tend to go out and shop in bulk. They pack their car down, they take it home, and uh, people say, well, you know, other people can't purchase it. Well, you know, it's not really their fault. You have to kind of uh, beat, beat people to the punch, so to speak, and, and get out there and take care of what you need. Stockpile some canned goods or uh, cases of water, whatever it may be, because we truly don't know what's going to happen the next second. We don't know. So it's better to be prepared than not. And so uh, inflation definitely encourages that. And then it also causes more inflation because we have uh, less of a commodity, products and services of which to purchase. So it increases the, the, the price that one has to pay. In many ways, it's an investment. And so we want to be able to invest wisely. And by in investing wisely, uh, we have to do some comparison shopping. 
because inflation will do that to you. And what it's saying is, is that the interest rates and the inflation rate, they all have a value associated with, they're interrelated. So uh, when you look at the interest rates for a loan, a personal loan, for example, uh, the interest rate may not be that high right now because interest rates are low, but in order to purchase a, a product or service, that product or service in all likelihood has increased. So in essence, it's kind of like a built-in inflation, so to speak, because you're paying more and, uh, and you're getting less in, in most instances. So uh, number three was uh, it causes more inflation. Now, number four, it raises the cost of borrowing. So as I stated before, yes, you can go out and get a, a car loan or even a mortgage for a relatively low rate uh, because they have not uh, increased the uh, interest rates. The Federal Reserve has not increased interest rates, but the price of that vehicle has exponentially uh, gone up. It really has increased in price. The value may not have increased, but the price sure has, and that's what you have to look at. So it may be more of a waiting game to see how the economy is going to turn out, are more employees going to go back to work? And I'm thinking that more people now are actually starting their own business. And when people start their own business, uh, there is some opportunity there to be able to get products and services at a better price, which results in a better value for you and our me. And then it also lowers the cost of planning. For example, if you're planning to send your child to college or university, uh, you're going to have to put away some money, but work as hard as you can not to allow student loans, uh, have whatever cash that you have on hand or a policy that you can draw from in order to help pay for that or have your child have some work study, uh, but in the scholarships and grants, but you don't want to find yourself getting a lot of student loans because it, it's a, a like getting on a, a um, treadmill. You're just running, running, running. You're, and, and then the next thing you know, you're just worn out because you paid so much money. And then if a child gets a lot of student loans, then they're going to come out and start out in debt for their career. They'll be paying that back before they can even pay themselves. They may be fortunate to get an apartment or they may have to live with their parents again. So uh, that that's another thing uh, to look at. And then we also want to do look at the fact that it reduces employment meaning that if a person and they, they a woman she's married to a husband or she could be a single mom a single parent and and, and father for that matter uh they can't afford the child care and that's what this whole issue is about with this uh, budget this bill that's trying to be passed on capitol hill that a lot of women did not come back to the job market because they could not afford to pay for daycare and this bill that's that's currently been in debated or negotiated, let me say, uh, it's uh, one of the reasons why the unemployment rate is so high, because a lot of women decided not to go back. If given a choice between taking care of your child and working on a job, I'm choosing a child too, because uh, a lot of times uh, if you are having someone in the daycare, it may not be the, the uh, right situation for them, are you? So basically you're just working to pay for the uh, child care, and that's why the Build Back Better plan would work. Now, that's just Paul Van's opinion, uh, and, and I, I believe anything that we can do to help women is a good thing, and because uh, they're 
typically taking care of the children uh, most of the time. And then it also increases growth, which means uh, that a lot of times uh, we have a company or a business and they may very well not be positioned to actually grow and inflation can increase that growth uh, for them. And it's something that uh, a lot of people don't consider from a personal standpoint, it may not impact you that much, but for a company, it definitely does. And uh, I, that's something that we should all consider. And uh, one of the things that it does is that um, when we look at a central bank, which we don't really think about ourselves, they push up interest rates and then inflation uh, discourages savings since the purchase power of deposits erodes over time. So that's part of what that, uh, that does when it looks at from that standpoint. So uh, we have to always uh, be wary of, we have our own economy, our personal economy, but it does dovetail into the overall national um, economy as well. And then it reduces employment growth. And uh, like what this really entails is uh, when growth is slow, unemployment is high and inflation is in the double digits. So um, in many ways, uh, we as a, as a country have to really push to increase the employment because when we increase the employment, there are more taxes that are going into the, uh, the gross domestic product and to our national budget. So it's something for us to uh, consider. And then uh, the last thing is, is that oftentimes when we have inflation, it weakens or strengthens the currency. So the value of the dollar, which we know has increased rapidly over the years. And uh, what happens is the high inflation is usually associated with a slumping exchange rate. Uh, and it's generally a case of a weaker currency that leads to inflation and not the other way around. So uh, those are some of the things that I just want to share with you. But inflation is real. I'll tell anybody, again, all we have to do is go to the grocery store or go to the gas station. And then we're not even talking about the amount of money when it comes to medical expenses, medical costs. Uh, God forbid if we have to go in for surgery, but that has really uh, gone up significantly as well. So um, it's something to consider now. I would love to touch base with you. So I'm leaving my email here for you and it's info at paulvanspeaks.com or you can call me toll free at 800-341-6719 and we can have some further discussions surrounding money, surrounding finance, surrounding mindset that's involved with that. And I have a new program uh, that I'm putting together right now, project I'm working on. So. Uh, if you can email me and you want to get in on a Zoom call, I'd love to entertain that for about 15 to 20 minutes. And so uh, this is going to conclude this particular episode, which is episode 146. Oh, my God. So many episodes in such a short period of time. So have a great day and I'll see you on the next broadcast. I'm interviewing uh, Nikki Anani. She is a specialist at Gen Next. And that's coming up October the 21st at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening to broadcast. Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
to get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching in addition to resources associated with this podcast. Email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.